So there's three goals with marketing. There is building an audience, there's generating leads, and then there's generating sales. And you can't have one without the other. And they have to go in that order. So your marketing strategy should always be doing those three things. You are listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast, episode number 535. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Happy Thursday if you're tuning in live. I can't believe we're in July. And let me tell you guys something. I hate the summers in Austin, but this year I have done the best, not just physically like being okay with the heat, but mentally not being as whiny about it. I usually just complain and I'll be like, why do we even live here and let's get to the mountains? And I do still feel that way. Like I, I not, I don't feel why do we even live here? I really want to have a house in the mountains and I love the mountains, but I think the microdosing has completely changed the way that I just view you know, I have way more gratitude. It's like, what what am I complaining about? Like we live in a beautiful house and I have an amazing life and I can go wake surfing and I can leave on a whim and still work. And so I just really kind of like checked myself with that this year and I, and I have been okay. And then I also think my garden, like I promise that my social content is not just all going to be gardening, but it has just given me so much joy. It's the craziest thing to have a reason to go outside and water my garden twice a day because it's so hot it needs that and just like to have that break in the middle of the day but it's also an excuse to go outside and so I think that's made it easier for me in the heat. With that said, I'm still leaving all of August. Um, I am so excited. I'm going to give you guys like a, a quick rundown update, life update. I This is like my year, you guys. This has been a very challenging year in, on a personal level. A lot of facing things I previously didn't have the capacity to face. Um, And with that, I've also been very hyper-focused on my goals and really creating a life of my dreams. And I mean, I've had a life of my dreams for a while, but I follow this process where I literally every month future cast the vision of who I want to be in a month. And I will create – if you've ever done that perfect day exercise where it's like your perfect average day and you detail it out like what car you're driving, what this looks like, what you're doing in as much detail as possible. So I do that every month. And it has led to – it's one of the things combined with everything else I'm doing that has led to like a lot of this coming true. And so I have just looked at all the areas in my life and and created – like I sometimes look at my life and I'm like, this is insane. Like I'm so grateful for this. I just signed up for my first CrossFit competition. It's a local one, but I'm very excited for it. Um, I booked – we're going to Alaska. So that's been in the works. I finished planning for it. It took me probably six or seven hours, but we have every night uh, – we're staying almost somewhere different every night. So if you don't follow me on social media, follow along for that trip. Um I just put our chicken coop in. So we're getting chickens and then goats after the summer. I've got my garden. I have like my whole plan. Um, And like once I decided 
that we're doing this with our yard and we're turning it into a homestead and we're going to put in a pool. And like I had my vision. I mean, it's been 30 days and I already have my garden and my chicken coop and chickens. Like when I know what I want, I go after it and I am very impatient. So my husband has learned to just be like, all right, like I give up because I was like the other weekend, I was like, no, we're getting chickens today. And I don't care that another place is closed. I'm going to drive an hour to this chicken farm because I want them today. Like, and I'm going to make it happen. Um, And then the final thing that I will share that I'm very nervous, but very excited and cannot wait for you guys to see this transformation, whatever comes from it. But I signed up for um, an all women's ayahuasca retreat. So in September, I am going to Costa Rica to the wild woman retreat with Taylor Simpson, who's awesome. Um, There's nine women. I felt very called to actually do an all-women's retreat doing this because I'm trying to learn how to lean into my feminine side more. (laughs) I live in my masculine most of the time. Um, And yeah, I'm doing four nights of ayahuasca ceremony in, I think it's called a Mallorca in Costa Rica. They're like temple with a shaman. I'm very nervous. Um, That's a lot of control to surrender on ayahuasca four nights. But it has been on my radar for the last two years. Um, I think psychedelics, when used properly and with the right intention and in the right environment, are life-changing. So I've had a lot of – I've been, you know, microdosing. I've shared that on here. I'm almost to my 90 days of five days on, two days off, and it's absolutely changed my life. And I knew it would because I've done it in the past. I just haven't done it consistently like this, like on a protocol. Um, And so, yeah, ayahuasca has been on my radar and I got – I applied and got into Taylor's retreat and was like, I'm doing this. So I come back. We're doing a month-long trip in August with the kids, Wyoming, Montana, California, come back for a couple weeks and then I'm going to Costa Rica to do ayahuasca. So – I don't even know. I I feel like I don't even know who I am anymore. But then in the same token, when I tell people when they say that, because I've had a lot of friends be like, who who are you? Like, what is happening? You're doing like the opposite of what you used to do. And actually, I think that I am coming home to who I've always been. Even the like gardening homestead thing. Like when I was a kid, I wanted a farm. I wanted to live on a farm. I wanted horses. I wanted to take care of the animals. Like that – not that animals were my passion, but having a farm and like natural food and just like that experience has actually been a dream of mine since I was a kid, but I just forgot about it as I started my business and it wasn't a dream anymore. Um, and so I've kind of, I think, re-sparked some of those things that I didn't have the capacity for because I spent so many years becoming a young mom, starting my business in survival mode of I got to take care of little kids. I'm the breadwinner of the family. I got to build my business and just in complete survivor, flight or fight, flight or fight, whatever, fight or flight. Um, And I think I've been able to come out of that and process things and yeah, just live a much more grounded life. Anyways. All right. This is six minutes update. You you fast forward if you don't care about it. Let's get into marketing now. And if you guys want to message me about any of these things, I love talking about it because I think it's so rewarding for me to be able to impact others in this way because like marketing's great. You know, marketing is amazing. It's my passion. I love it, but it's not going to change your life. This stuff is going to change your life. And so I really am so grateful for the platform 
and the impact to be able to share these things as well and share my journey and what I'm doing. And if it speaks to you, it does. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like it might not be the time, right? And I say that to people all the time with microdosing. I say you have to be fully called to want to do it. Same with ayahuasca and any of these things. Like I think you have to be fully called to say this is what I know in my body is the right thing for me to do right now. And if it's not, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, But this work and the breath work and the somatic therapy I'm doing and just learning how to relearn how to trust my body um, is life-changing. So anyways, all right. What we're talking about today is the three layers. This is an overview of the Not For Lazy Marketers process, but I thought it would be a good episode to kind of carry off of the one that we did on Tuesday, which talked all about visibility ads, which is the first layer to your ads. And as a reminder, if you didn't listen to that episode, next week, just starting July 17th, I'm doing a five-day free challenge where we're going to old get your ads live. We're going to get visibility ads live. I'm going to walk you through how to pick out the right content to attract ideal customers, targeting. We have a video on how to set up the ads. We're going to set up the ads and then we're going to look at the data together. In those five days, you only need 20, 30 minutes a day. It's a free challenge. We're going to attract at least a thousand or more of your ideal customers in the challenge. So if you haven't signed up, go to hirschmarketing.com slash challenge. And let's talk about the other two layers. So just to recap, in case you didn't listen to Tuesday's episode, um, the first layer in your ads is building your audience. So there's three goals with marketing. There is building an audience, there's generating leads, and then there's generating sales. And you can't have one without the other. And they have to go in that order. So your marketing strategy should always be doing those three things. A lot of people just jump to, I got to make sales, which is true. But how do you make sales? You build the audience, you generate the leads. Then the sales comes super easily. So you need those three layers, both in your strategy, but also your ads. So the first layer, building an audience, is if you want to go back to Tuesday's episode, I did a lot more detail on this, but it's your visibility, your brand awareness ads. The goal with this ad is its content. There's not a call to action to it. It's go listen to this podcast episode or watch this video or read this blog. It is pure, valuable content with the goal to build the audience, to get people consuming the content you're probably already working really hard to create and building that audience of followers, engagers, consumers of your content. The second layer then moves to lead generation. And I don't care what type of business you have, e-commerce, service, digital product, it doesn't matter. Everybody needs leads because leads are what turn into sales. Now, the percentage of your marketing budget that you put into leads is going to vary because if you're an e-commerce company, you're not going to put all your marketing budget into leads. But if you're selling a digital product or a digital service, they probably have to become leads before they're going to buy from you. So you might be putting almost all your marketing budget into leads. So the second layer to your marketing strategy is generating leads. And this can obviously be done in so many different ways. And this is where customization comes in on a marketing strategy because it can be a lead magnet that they download. It can be a quiz. It can be a webinar. It can be a free challenge. 
It can be a mini video, VSL video that they opt in for. There's a lot of different options of what it can be. And you need to create that so that it does two things. And I've said this before on the podcast, but I'm going to say it again. The goal with all lead generation, no matter what it is, is of course to provide value, but it's to do these two things. It's one, to make your leads see a different possibility. Either see the mistakes they've been making or get the clarity they need to see the pathway to the result they want or to see that there's a different way or to believe in the possibility of accomplishing the desired result that they want to accomplish. That's the first thing it needs to do. So the way this can happen is through content that maps out a specific path or it gives them enough value to be able to get somewhere, to be able to accomplish something, but then that just feeds and gives them belief in being able to get to the ultimate desired result. So in other words, also what I'm saying is you can't overwhelm them. So the first thing it needs to do is that. The second thing it needs to do is it has to create a gap that your offer fills. This is where the not overwhelming comes in because if you create a lead magnet or you have a webinar and you just fire hose people with information and they're like, okay, that was so awesome and I got value out of that, but now I have 17 things to go and do before I can even think about signing up for your program or working with you or buying your product, then that's a problem, right? So you got to give enough value, give a piece of what somebody needs to get them a micro mini result and help them see the possibility. But then at the end of that, there needs to be a gap that your offer will fill. So for example, I can use myself, right? I'm going to teach you guys next week how to do visibility ads. That's the first step in your marketing. That is a huge accomplishment. That allows you to see the possibility that paid ads can get you thousands of people in a week to look at your content. This gives you clarity. It brings you momentum. You're getting your ads live and you see the possibility when you add it in. But do you still need our help? Absolutely. Because you need lead generation. You need a full strategy. You need your ads run for you. You need your sales to convert. So you still need our help, but I gave you enough value. So this is obviously very unique to your business, but this is something we spend a lot of time with with clients because I don't think people understand that in that lead generation step, the amount of value that you need to put into that and thought in the experience that you're creating is a lot. It's very intentional. And a big mistake people make, they either make one or two mistakes. They stay super surface because they're afraid of giving away too much and not getting sales. So then they don't give away very much value. And then the person doesn't want to buy because they didn't have a good experience. Or even more commonly, they'll give way too much and they'll overwhelm people. And that's very common. Like when we audit webinars, a lot of times what we're seeing is the way it's laid out is super overwhelming and it needs to be more strategic, more intentional and create that gap when you go into the pitch. So that's the second layer, lead generation. We have to generate leads. What you actually create for your lead generation is going to vary based on your audience, the offer you're trying to sell, and what experience you need to create in order to sell that offer. So it's it's custom. The third piece is sales. And oftentimes in ads, the way this looks is we will spend, let's say for a typical like webinar funnel, 
We'll spend 5% of the monthly budget on visibility ads. We'll spend 90% of the budget on lead generation ads. And then we'll spend another 5% on sales retargeting ads. So we will now retarget all the leads, all the audience we're building into the sales offer. And so the third layer to this is sales, which comes in the form of retargeting ads, but also email sequence follow-ups, your webinar pitch, text messages, applications, calls, sales calls. So you have these three layers. This is everybody should have these. Now, I said that the difference in businesses can be the percentage that you spend in each of these. So I said, okay, a webinar funnel, we're doing 5% visibility ads, 90% lead generation ads, 5% retargeting. Now, if you're an e-commerce business, what do you think the difference is? E-commerce needs to focus more on direct sales because they can't have multiple steps to get all their customers because it will be hard to be profitable. Plus, their product price is probably lower, and so their their leads and their audience need less steps to be able to buy. So e-commerce might look like 10% visibility ads to grow audiences that we can retarget, 10% lead generation ads, and 80% sales ads to cold and warm traffic because we can drive direct sales ads to a $27, $47 e-commerce product, Right. So every business has these three layers, visibility and brand awareness, lead generation, sales. The way that you execute them is going to vary based on your business and your offer and your audience. The percentage of your marketing budget is going to vary based on those things. So most of our clients have, every one of our clients has visibility and lead generation. And depending on their total monthly budget, they may or may not have sales retargeting. Until you're spending about three to $5,000 a month in lead generation ads, you really don't need sales retargeting because you don't have a big enough audience to retarget. And actually your budget is better put into the lead generation and letting the emails and the follow-up within your funnel to do the work. Because retargeting ads at the sales level is like icing on the cake. It's not going to make or break your funnel conversion and your sales, but it's going to add to what you're already doing. So if you're already getting some sales and you've gotten your budget to three to $5,000 a month lead generation, now if we do retargeting ads and more people see it, we're going to add some more sales. We're going to improve that sales conversion. So that's a mistake people make too, is they jump into retargeting ads too soon. Now, retargeting ads from visibility to lead generation, everyone should be doing because visibility ads are so inexpensive. Like I said on Tuesday's episode, you can spend $5 a day. You can spend $100 a month and see progress and results from your visibility ads and then retarget those people to your lead generation ads. So those are the three layers that every business needs to have. You can't just jump into the sales. You need all three of these. You have to be generating an audience, leads, and sales. And then the way that you execute each one of these is going to be unique to your business. So next week in the free challenge, we are going to get your visibility ads live. And then on the last day of the challenge, I'm going to do a pretty in-depth training that shows you how to create this custom strategy for your business, taking your visibility ads 
and combining it with the leads and the sales. So y'all should be there because it's free. It's going to be so much value. It's going to help you get visibility ads live and then also see how to plug that in to your bigger picture strategy. So if you haven't saved your spot, go to hirschmarketing.com slash challenge. I can't wait. I'll be hanging out with you guys every day next week in the Facebook group that goes with the challenge. So come hang out with me. I'll be live every day. There will be replays in the group. Um, Lots and lots of support from myself and the team. Thanks for tuning in today. And thanks for listening to the beginning of the episode where I can share some updates. I love to hear if you guys appreciate that or not because I never know. I say that I never know, but then also every time I do it, I get amazing messages. So that's why I do it. And I also... Um, feel very grateful to have the impact um, beyond just marketing, but also leadership and personal growth and just being able to be transparent with my journey and letting that help people. So appreciate you guys. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to the Not For Lazy Marketers podcast. If you love this episode and want deeper support with your marketing, head over to helpmystrategy.com to see how Hirsch Marketing can help take your marketing to the next level no matter where you're at today. We help our clients scale faster than ever, find hidden leaks in their funnel, experiment with new creative marketing strategies, and help their business explode and be more profitable than they ever dreamed possible. Head over to helpmystrategy.com and see if you qualify for a free strategy audit with Team Hirsch.